Deaconess Tansy, and I'd like to welcome you to Liberty Christian Church International, where our church motto states, where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. If there's anything that we can do to create a better worship experience for you, reach out to us at www.lccimd.org. We'd love to hear from you. And again, welcome. 
bless you. This is Pastor Lewis Johnson. I just want to come on and thank you for joining the Liberty Christian Church International Broadcast. I am thankful to the Lord. Hallelujah for life, for health, and for strength. And I'm thankful for you, you, and you. Let's just praise the Lord. Open up your mouth and give him glory for the next 10 seconds. Bombard heaven with worship. Hallelujah. Hosanna. Blessed be the rock, Lord. We give you the thanks that you deserve, the honor you deserve, the worship that you deserve, the glory that is due your name today. We give it unto thee, hallelujah, and as we give glory from our mouths, you are releasing the glory of your presence. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, that you blessed us this far, that you caused us to continue to be alive on this earth, and we pray your blessing over those that are dealing with struggles, those that are dealing with circumstances, those that are dealing with uh, loved ones who transition. I thank you that you're giving them peace in the midst of their storm. I pray your blessing continually upon this nation. I pray, Lord God, for salvation. I pray for uh, a restoration. I pray for healing and deliverance to go forth in the name of Jesus. I pray that everybody that's tuned in, linked in, logged in, even now would experience a level of blessing and a level of increase that they've never seen before in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that your word is still true, that we can stand upon that solid rock that is Jesus Christ. I pray now in Jesus' name that you are causing somebody, Lord God, to have an increase in their testimony, an increase, Lord God, hallelujah, in their longing for you and in hunger and a thirst for your righteousness that they shall be filled today. Father, I pray that we would not log off without an encounter with you. I thank you for overflow, for healing, deliverance, and power to hit us right where we are. A power surge. Let it be delivered right from the power of the Holy Spirit into our lives, into our minds, into our mouths, into our thought process in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, bless this moment. Bless this space. Every aspect of the service today, we honor you with it. We give you glory with it. Father, we repent of all sin. Cleanse us of anything that we've said, thought, or done contrary to your divine will and your divine word. Father, I thank you that breakthrough is on the way, that hallelujah, that deliverance is on the way, that somebody's new chapter and new season is on the way. I thank you that the bad cycle of defeat is now over in the name of Jesus. Take us further into our power surge. Take us further into this word of eviction that Pastor Thomas has been sharing with us. And I bless you, Lord God, for what you're going to do in this month of new beginnings. In the name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I do pray. Amen. And thank God. Somebody give God glory in this space. Come on, open your mouth and bless him. For he is worthy of the praise. He is worthy of the glory. Hallelujah. Father, I just thank you that everybody logged in today would receive exactly what they've come to receive. That they would not leave this place and this space without getting a word from you. I thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do in Jesus' name. Now, God, I pray your blessing over Pastor Thomas. Have your way in his life. Bless his ministry continually. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you. Stay tuned for more ministry. so grateful for you winning the victory. God, you won the victory. <laughs> oh God, we bless your name. It's a simple song. It says, Hallelujah. You have won the victory. Death could not hold you back. You, Father, are the risen King. And we exclaim, Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah. 
Come on and help me do this
I know we're experiencing some connection difficulties, but right now we're just, we're going to magnify God and we're going to glorify God. The Bible said, this is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. So no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter what seems the normal protocol, 
I'm going to ask you right now just to lift up your hands and begin to glorify God. You know what you've come through. You know what you've overcame. You know the blessings that God has bestowed upon you. So right now, I'm with you, God. I magnify your name. God, I worship you. God, I bless your holy name. God, I thank you for being Jehovah Jireh, my provider. Thank you for being Jehovah Nisi, my banner of victory. Thank you for being Jehovah Shalom, my God of peace. And with all that being said, I thank you, God, for what you've done. But God, I'm standing in great expectancy for what you're getting ready to do in our lives. So God, on this day, God, I lay it at your feet. Some of you have had a hard week coming into today but God said call it finished some of you have had trials and tribulations and God said call it finished and on this day I want you to know that as we chase after God as we go after God as we deliberately seek after God we're seeking him for who he's been and only not only said that I'm in your past your present and your future all at the same time so God I'm releasing my praise and my offering and my, my sacrifice to you, God, in expectation of what you're getting ready to do. So, God, if there is anybody under the sound of my voice whose faith has gotten weary, whose faith has gotten low, whose faith is on, on the brink of collapsing, God, I ask right now, God, that you introduce yourself to them, God, that they saw as hope. God, I give you all glory, I give you all honor, I give you all praise, for it is none like you in all the earth. Your word declares that the earth declares your handiwork and, your, and the, uh, the heavens show your firmament. God, so God, we just honor you and we bless you and we magnify your name. Our workplaces send angels before us right now to take full authority and to take full dominion over areas of our lives. Satan, we put you on notice today that no weapon formed against us shall prosper because God has hid us under his shadow. And so we say thank you. The Bible says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye land so God right now as we make a joyful noise to you oh God we worship you we honor you and we magnify your name now God speak through this your servant on this day so that lives can be changed souls can be delivered healing can take place deliverance can take place not for me to receive the glory but for you to receive the glory God, I ask you to break me down and build me back up in your image and in your likeness. I ask you to have your way, oh God, like never before. It is in your son Jesus' name I pray. The name that is above all other names, the name that is a strong tower. It is in Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. I know we're having streaming difficulties right now with the connection, but do me a favor, lift up your Bibles wherever you may be and repeat after me. Lord, I thank you that I have a Bible.
It is my personal copy of God's purpose, God's plan, and God's design for my life. Therefore, I am a believer and not a doubter. I'm not just a hearer, but I'm also a doer. And my life has been better after hearing the word of the living God. Therefore, my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Do me a favor. Go ahead and give God a hand clap of praise on this morning. Amen. And somebody declare it is word time. I'm so excited for this day. I'm excited for where God has us. And in the midst of all of this, we've been in this series. We've been dealing with this thing that I started last week calling a chase after God's own heart, a chase after the purity, the righteousness and the, 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 the revelation of who God's heart is. Because God said that uh, even with David, and we know this is a series about David, that God is seeking those after his own heart, those that are like him, that he's building up the kingdom with those after his own heart. Amen. And in the process of this, I want you all to grab hold of this thing this morning, this thing that shows us and develops us and keeps us. Man. So now if God is doing that with our lives and God is doing that with us, there comes a position and a time where we have to know just what it is that God is doing. Amen. Just what it is that God is saying right now in our lives and in this season of our lives. And if you're here with me this morning, I need you to open up your Bibles real quick because I'm not going to hold us long today. I'm just going to make sure that we get into this word and we begin to do what God is calling us to do. So if you open up your Bibles to the book of Samuel, we've been in this book starting last week, Samuel, the 17th chapter. It's a very, very powerful book. If you're looking to understand and study the life of David, uh, the life of a king, the life of one who was not called, uh, who was not, who did not look the part of a king, but God anointed him and, and called him after Saul had uh, transgressed. So now we're in a place of understanding who David is. So if you open up your Bibles to 1 Samuel, uh, the 17th chapter, there are some things this morning that we're going to deal with. And as you can see, see on the screen, we're going to think on this theme, a courageous heart. Last week, we talked about having a godly heart and what it took to have a godly heart. And we dealt with some things with David on last week. But this week, I want to deal with you having a courageous heart, a courageous heart. So if you open up your Bibles once again to the book of 1 Samuel, we're going to deal with this text and we're going to get into it. And, and, and I, know it's, I know it's football Sunday. I know a lot of you all are waiting for, uh, for your favorite games to come on. So I promise you I will not hold you long this morning. But there is a word from the Lord. There is a word from the Lord. Somebody declare it's word time. It's word time. And if you open up your Bibles, once again, I'm reading from the New American Standard Bible. And it simply says this. Goliath stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel, why do you come out and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine and are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man and have him come down to me. If he is able to fight and kill me, we will become your subjects. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. 
Then the Philistines said, This day I defied the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing this, the, the Philistines' words, Saul and the Israelites were dismayed and terrified. So this morning, once again, I want to talk to you from the theme, preach to you from the theme, a courageous heart. And and, and real quick, I want to go back real quick, and I want you to see the first verse of this. And uh, I, I was in my reading this morning and going back over my sermon this morning. It was something profound that it said in text this morning. And in the first verse of that same chapter, it says this, now the Philistines gathered their armies for battle, and they were gathered at Soko which belongs to Judah, and they camped between Soko and Azekah in Elphis Diamond. I, 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 I needed, to, needed you to hear that because in the beginning of this text, we find the Philistines that were the, the big bad enemy of Israel, the big bad uh, counter uh, part to Israel. Israel was great in its own right. We know everybody knew that God's hand was over the country of Israel, over the nation of Israel, over the people of Israel. And we know that they had placed Saul in charge of it. Saul had gone out in one war. Saul had gone out and won battles. And at this moment, we find Saul and Israel getting ready to go into a conflict with their biggest rivals, their biggest enemies, the Philistines. But what was amazing to me about this text this morning is that even in the beginning of this text, something profound stood out to me, that the Philistines gathered for battle, and the Bible says, and they gathered at Soka, which belongs to Judah. Now, I know for my Christians and my those who have understood terminology that we understand that Judah was the city of praise, was the, the part of Israel that, that the definition of Judah is praise. So so, so real quick, I battle in the midst of your praise, in the part of your praise. I'm not even ready to preach this thing, but I had to tell somebody the things that you're going through right now, why it seems like you're trying to praise God, is a tactic of the enemy to try to distract you. The enemy sent, the, the, sent his troops in the midst of your praise, but I'm here to declare to you that if you keep on praising, that if you keep on worshiping, that you keep on honoring God, God, that your praise will overcome any tactic of the enemy. I dare you take 10 seconds real quick and just praise God in the midst of your battle. Praise God in the midst of your situation. Praise God in the midst of what you're going through. Because the Bible said that the Philistines, they gathered up in Soka, a region of praise, a region of Judah, a region that should have been set apart for sanctification and holiness. But we see that the the enemy is not concerned with what it's supposed to be because his mindset and his tactics are to let me go into that place where they're private at that pray that place of intimacy that place of their praise and let me see if I can confuse some things going on we're gonna get into the rest of this story about David but I need you to know that for you the reason why he's attacking so hard is because he knows if your praise comes out he knows that if your worship gets stronger, he knows that if the battle, uh, that if you begin to speak what thus saith the Lord, that the battle will be overcome before it even starts. Because what? The battle is the Lord's. So we see the enemy of our lives constantly trying to get into the midst of the praise. 
And I needed to tell you that this morning because there are some things uh, when it comes to having a courageous heart that I need you to grab hold of and I need you to witness and see. So not only do we see this battle in the midst of praise, but now we see the Philistines gathering their big bad selves up and telling Israel this. We see it in the text this morning that that is that the Philistines had gotten hold of and came about and grabbed hold of some warriors that nobody could beat, nobody could destroy, nobody could overcome. And in the midst of all of that, there was one that was amongst them that had been undefeated. His name was Goliath. And Goliath stood out before all of them because the rest of the, the, the rest of the army, the rest of the team did not have to battle because they had Goliath. Goliath was the one who stood out. Goliath was the one who came about. The, Goliath was the one who simply said that I can do this all by myself. So right now we find Goliath and we find him making a statement to the children of Israel this morning. And, and, and we see that Goliath has become this invisible enemy because from the, from the ranks of the Philistines that Goliath began to speak, Goliath began to talk, Goliath began to scream from the ranks. And the Bible says that he stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel. That means he had to have a big booming voice that probably made Israel get very scared and get very nervous at the time. So we see this mindset and we see this time of battle. And the Bible goes on to say in the eighth verse that this happens. And he stood and shouted to the ranks of Israel and said to them, why do you come out to draw up in battle array? Am I not a Philistine? Am I not big enough? Am I not bad enough? Am I not above anything that you've battled before? And so often in our lives, we find ourselves in these same moments where we're in a David and Goliath moment where there's an obstacle in our life that seems to be too big, that seems to be too strong, that seems to be too uh, uh, formidable for us to face. And, and sometimes that voice of that enemy seems to put us in a place where we get scared and we tarry back, but we forget get to rely on who we're supposed to rely on. Who am I talking to this morning? So now we see that, that in the midst of all of this, that there is an invisible battle that's going on and taking place. And because it's taking place, because it has the mindset and the system of what the enemy thinks it has to do, that we begin to see this, that there is an invisible 